Hey guys, quick disclaimer, this episode might sound a little wonky. We're still trying to figure out the whole two microphone thing, so David may sound really far away at points, um, or the entire episode. Uh, but you guys really, really, really wanted to hear it um, on Instagram, so I'm putting it up. <laughs> Just don't judge us too harshly on this one. Okay, um, oh by the way, there's probably definitely swearing in this. Okay. Hi everybody, my name's Misha, aka Refilling My Wallet. My name is David. And this is Finance, Sales, and Cocktails. So what are we drinking today? It's called Feels Like Summer. <laughs> Does it feel like summer It felt today? like summer, right? So it's a cucumber lime vodka with Sprite and lemonade. <laughs> I wish everybody could see you, how you're doing your little dance. I am so stoked about this one. It's good. It's good. All right, I'll try it. David's going to try it. Um, I know she's not playing with that ball right now. Totally is. As soon as we started. As soon as we started, because that's Athena for you. Um, She lost it in the bathroom. I think she's afraid of it in there. Okay. um, What's up? How was your week? How's everything? Uh, You know, the week was pretty good. Uh, you left for a few days. So I, I did. Full time dad for a little bit. You're yeah. always full time dad. You can't just clock out of that. But yes, <laughs> you didn't have me to help. And you know what's weird? You have done the one on one parenting more than I have. Yeah, I know. You've only done like one night. And I think I've done like three rounds of three of or four nights. Three or four nights <laughs> you have, yes. So. I'm a little worried about you. I don't know if you're going to survive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just glad I can like rely on you, you know, like that you're not a bum. So yeah, I was there. I was, if you were like, oh, are you nervous? And I was like, no, because this is like my third or fourth trip. So I'm, I'm a little bit less nervous. Um, and it was never if I was nervous about you, but like being a one-on-one parent is a lot. Um, it was a little tired. Well, I was mostly worried because, you know, we just, we transitioned to food. Like, we dropped the formula. And I was worried that, like, well, one, when I leave, usually you just go to Steak Escape or <laughs> Jersey Mike's. And I'm like, he can't, like, eat a sub. Um, so, and we hadn't, like, officially shopped for him yet for food. I was making do with what I had. It worked out. Yeah, so I, I was, like, sending you... You know, oh, here's an idea. Like, you can do pasta with tomato sauce, and you're like, no, we didn't do that. <laughs> it's like great. Gr- did that. No, you gave him our leftover pasta, which yeah. was fine. But um, I don't know. I like to keep it simple. I think what I'm gonna do is post like every week, um, like the food that we we feed him, because when I was I was so nervous. I was so terrified to feed him. And it was like all I could think about. And now that I'm in it and I've like come up, you know, I've done it for a freaking week. But like, I feel a lot more confident about the food choices that we made. And I like meal prepped and I meal prepped our meals around what he's eating. I will say this, the transition has not been as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yes, the transition has been pretty good. Yeah, it's been pretty good. So, um, you know what's weird? Because now that you have your headphones in and you have your own mic and I have my own mic, I keep wanting to like do the signal where you should be speaking louder. But I don't, you probably sound fine on your end. I think so. <laughs> it's very it sounds fine to me okay good well if it is if it doesn't sound fine because they've told me before like oh sometimes david talks a little quieter so i'll be like kids be quiet so i can listen to what david's saying so um yeah, i think the second mic definitely helps it does we look very professional we do we do okay let's see what else is there anything else before we i don't want to Oh, my week. My week was good. Um, I'll talk more about the weekend when we dive into the topic of today. But um, my week was really good. I, I even got to clean the house this past week. No, I was impressed. I was very impressed. excited. I was texting um, <laughs> Britt Polanco and the Saturday Sagittarius like, oh, my God, guys, I'm cleaning the house. He's going to be so shocked because, like, we. I just didn't think I was going to be have time to do it before you before I left. And so I was a little bit nervous, but I and did. I had family come on Saturday, so it was a big help. 
Yes. And that was my biggest thing. Like, you can clean the house. You're more than capable of doing it. You're cleaner than I am. But I knew, like, your one-on-one parenting, your family's coming on Saturday. There's no, like, it's a very limited time window. Um, Also, I did not want to be judged for a messy house when I'm not here. (laughs) (laughs) You know? They know I'm the clean one. No, how would they know? How would they know? I would have told them. Wow. You just, (laughs) wow. Wow. Just throw me into the bus. (sighs) Don't stop. mm. Okay. So people have been asking for a housing update. They are invested in our housing story and... Are we selling it or not? I don't know if we're going to sell it or not. So where where do we stand? Let me take a drink and you can talk now. (laughs) All right. Um, So my brother, he's been sending us a couple of condos that... We haven't found one that we're like, oh yeah, we'd move for that one. We uh, did get one today. Well, okay. That was pause. Like, First, we have to explain like where we we were thinking. Um, <laughs> David just started dived in, but basically, <laughs> we were thinking about if we want to move and if not. And then the question is like, what do we do when we come back? Like, where do we live when we come back? Because the housing market could still be very, very much on fire. We could still want to be traveling we don't we don't know and if we've sold our house we've lost the ability to live somewhere so we were thinking okay if we sell the um the house um we could get a condo and rent the condo out so the the condo would be cost less than our current mortgage we would pay ideally we'd pay off the the debt we'd have a little bit left over um and then we could, leftover money. Leftover money, uh, yes. And then we could rent the condo out to pay for the mortgage or like Airbnb it out or whatever. We Basically, it'd pay for itself to, or give us a small passive income. Which would then allow us to, when we come back, be secure in knowing like, okay, we have a place to stay and it's not, we don't have to rebuy a house. Um, so now you can start with where we were, looking at condos. So yeah, so basically the, with us on the condo track... Uh, he did send us one today. It was 300000 No, that was me. I went and found that oh, one. Oh. Yes, I sent it to your brother, but yeah, okay. I did find it. Um, and, Let uh, me get credit. like, yeah, what do you think? I'm like, wow, this is nice. Like, I It is. Totally- okay, <laughs> so here's, let me describe the condo to you. It is so nice, and I thought it would be the perfect Airbnb spot because it's very upscale. It's in a very, like... A uh, walkable neighborhood where it's like you can walk a mile. Maybe that's a lot for people to walk, but we could leave bikes. I have a million ideas. You, you could walk a mile to a distillery. You could walk um, less than a mile to m- tons of restaurants and bars and a movie theater. You're very the close. Down, the view is of downtown. You're close to campus. So, like, if you come into town for a graduation, boom, you got that. If you come in town for the Arnold or something at the convention center, you're close to that. Like, it is in the perfect spot. It's, it was $300,000, which is a lot. It's 100000 more. So we would need to, like, make turn a profit for this to make any sense because I'm not just going to shift my def- debt around. Tell them the biggest problem with the place. So, anyways, we were going back and forth. They were like, oh, yeah, it's really nice. I was like, wait a minute. Did you look at the HOA fee? How much was the HOA fee? How much was the HOA fee? No. It was like twelve oh six. It was $1,206 a month. I'm pretty sure that is monthly, right? Yes, it was monthly. And I texted um, your brother, who's our realtor, and was like, hey, what are the odds they they mean it's $120? (laughs) Like, what are the odds to typo? And he sent me what's included. Here's what's included in this $1,200 a month. All utilities. So that is kind of gold. Water, gas, electric, trash, usually. Wi-Fi. So we don't have to pay for Wi-Fi. That's amazing. Laundry. um, 24-hour security. 24-hour fitness room. Outdoor pool. Maintenance. Recreation. I don't know what that means. um, Building and common area insurance. That's just like, that's like the standard stuff to me um, of a thing. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, it's so, so nice. It, like, I don't know if normal HOA is like three or four hundred. The utilities and the internet do not make up for that crazy difference. But it does twenty four hour fit a gym. That's fifty bucks a month. 
for a person. Good thing we have a Peloton. We don't even need that. You are right. You're right. So <laughs> I mean, it's it was one of those things where I started getting really excited. It was about to just like be like, "Fuck it, David, I'm buying it. I don't care what you say." I shot her down. And he, you always shoot my amazing ideas down. So it wasn't. Go ahead, get, go get it, big money. Can I have a loan? <laughs> <laughs> um, because well. Mom, mom, you're listening. You want to um, go in on this this Airbnb <laughs> with me, uh, turn a little profit here, because um, then boom, I got a property manager on site for when uh, we leave. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we also tossed around an RV. That was another moment we tossed around. Like, okay, we sell the house, we use the proceeds, and either like, I think you could finance them. A finance, finance. a pretty big size RV, or. Um, buy one or whatever like then we don't have to like rent every month um and you can kind of live like wherever there's an rv park um what was the problem with the rvs uh one i thought they were too small and then two we'd have to get a truck either to pull the one we buy because we'd need like a not not a pop-up we would need like an rv rv or get one that you could drive but then one, we'd have to be able to pull Misha's car so we could use it when we're not using the RV. And I told her, I was like, you know, those things get like 7 to 10 miles per gallon. And so gas like, around gas, the country is like... $4, you know. Yeah. So it was... It, the RV sounds fun. I really like the idea of an RV. Um, our mm-hmm. dog is yeah. 55 pounds. So, like, she's not a small dog. It could work. I also work from home and I am on call sometimes. So I need like a space, which, which it would exist. It's just the RV complicates things more than like Airbnb hopping. I think, well, I think with RV too, I mean, you got the maintenance of it. Yes. Well, if we could get like, up. if we could get the cheap one that you drive, like that would be the most financially way to do it. Like, that would be the, that's not how you say that word, my most fiscally responsible way to do it is to get, like, a, a tinier RV where it's not really a room. It's, like, but then now I don't have a place to work. Now, like, I have to find a co-working place. which so one that has, like, a two-bed or, like, uh, yeah, like, two or three beds, like, a smaller one but still has, like, a kitchenette and everything? No. Or a pop-up? Not a pop-up, but, like, a like a little bus, like a tiny bus one. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, Tiny, the like, though. smallest ones that you are can drive and it has everything. Yeah, basically. but barely a kitchenette. Like, a kitchenette is a strong word for this. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, the couch turns into the bed. Right, yeah. And, and like, it has maybe one. Oh, so there's no space. There's bed. no room. Okay. We Where's our kid going to go? Use, basically, over the drivers, there was, like, a bed. Probably best for a kid. A I, kid or two. You want me to put my one-year-old but, above the driver in a lofted space? But yeah, then that one I think had, I don't even, I think it did have a bed in a bag. It could sleep like six, five or How six. How big was it? I'm thinking like the size of a food truck bus. It's a truck. I mean, you'd be surprised. Or smaller, technically. That's That was a big, whatever. Like the taco bus? That's the size I'm thinking those, of. I wonder what those run, those small ones. But either way, with the dog, like the dog's already under our feet enough. What if? No, no. No. What if we bought a bus, like a school bus, and converted it? (sighs) How much is a school bus? Like eight bucks, probably. (laughs) I I looked it up once because I was gonna do a whole business around it. But any, I thought about buying. uh, This would be this would be terrible with a one-year-old and a dog, like old uh, hippie van. People do it. The dog would be the hard part, I think, in that. But you know, well, then we have no space, and again, I need to work somewhere. <laughs> I need two <laughs> monitors, like non-negotiable. I have to have at least one monitor, minimum one monitor. Yeah, you know, if we didn't have the dog, I'd maybe be on more more on board for the RV. But with the dog and the one-year-old, that's a lot. Yeah, what is that? Oh, nothing. It's an airplane. Um. <laughs> So anyways, basically, we don't know. There's no decision that's been made. We just, instead, we keep adding layers and multiple other options for the the trip or the the adventure. Like, it's like, well, we could, at one point today, I talked to um, your brother and I was like, he's like, oh, I could rent it out. I could rent out your house and then... Then you know the mortgage is covered, which is a possibility to like rent it to someone we know and then be like, cool, like you're gonna take care of it, you're not gonna destroy it. Um, 
we and with that strategy it'd be like oh, we're gonna try and let the house grow a little more in value before we sell it yes but then like and I, we don't have money to pay off the debt which would be a little which problematic. it's not in like terribly problematic like it's just a little bit harder you would still have to sell your car which yeah. then sucks because if we're keeping the house you would you would hope you could just leave your car here yeah but for sell like we we have to get rid of that debt and then Student loans, we still have. It gets complicated with the we the, the money from the house. Selling the house would be to pay off the debt. Anything else would be secondary. I feel like. Yes. Unless we, because yeah, I don't think we, I don't think we want to do the traveling with the debt. Right. No, we right. don't want to do the traveling with the debt. So that's that's where the hard it, part comes in. It's sort of cool. I was telling her, I was like, you know, that sort of be would be a good reward by paying off all this debt and be like, yep, now we're gonna go travel for a year. I'm not convinced we're not going to do it. I think we I think it's still we have around. four years, three years to, to do it. Do you hear that? I have the doors open because it's warm. Oh. So you're probably hearing everything. Well, okay, guys. This is the sound of the city of, of Columbus. So um, anyways, I think it's um, it's definitely a possibility. Within the next, we have to do it before he goes to school because I, I don't want to homeschool. Um, no. Well, I it works for a lot of people, and I think it just wouldn't work for me. I don't think I'd be good at it. Thanks, thanks, David. Thanks hey, for the honestly. get up. Hey, Joe. <laughs> you know what? We're I'm done talking to you. Um, okay, cool. Anything else? No. I wish I could homeschool because I think I would be good at parts of it. I just don't think I have the patience to do it every day, all day. I agree, especially if he gets like. Well, I guess at that point it'll be a little fussy. Over He's that. a five-year-old. It's just I think it would be a lot for me. But I applaud the people who do do it. I know a couple of my friends actually want to do it for their kids. Um, so it's it's exciting. Yeah. And then it'll, then you can do things like travel the world. Very true. All right. Well, you want to dive into the finance fail? Is there anything else we're missing? I think that's it. Okay. Cool. Finance fail time. So today's edition, 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 today's topic is um, about traveling, our travel finance fails, which is timely because I just came back from Disney World. (laughs) Don't make fun of my drum roll. That is cute. So yeah, I came back from Disney World and I was like, let's talk about, you know, some of the finance fails. You're wearing a Mickey shirt. I am. <laughs> I didn't even know we were talking about this. But I wanted to give you guys like a rundown of how Disney went for me, and, like why I went, um, blah, 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 money, numbers, and all that stuff, because the people I'm sure are just dying to know. <laughs> okay, so Disney, I went for my friend's 30th birthday. So all of my friends turned 30 this year, including myself. Mm-hmm. I'm an Aries, so it's coming up. Um Anyway, so I went for her 30th birthday. Her husband wanted to surprise her with, like, me and one of her other friends, like, on a girl's trip. Yeah. And um, so we came down. We flew down to Florida. And we all met. And we, I haven't been on vacation with her since my bachelorette party, which was back in 2016. So, and I've never been to Disney World. Never. So he, her husband, um, paid for, like, all of her stuff and also the airbnb that we stayed at um we stayed at an airbnb in davenport which is like near kissimmee florida disney's in orlando the heart of orlando i think um i'm pretty sure um that's where i flew into anyways so it it was about 25 30 minutes from the park which we had a rental car so that was that was fine. Yeah, um, her husband also paid for the rental car. So um, that was nice. That was nice to have like that chunk of things taken care of. We went to two parks. We went to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. David also hasn't been to Disney World. He hasn't been to Disney World since like I was like seven. You were seven. Do you remember any of it at all? Um, not really. If I see pictures, a little bit of it comes back, but no, not really. like. Could you name one memory from Disney? Uh, just the, like, characters. Like, you, like, saw them. them and stuff? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I've never been. Um, but there were a lot of kids there, obviously. It's Disney World. 
I do not think I want to take Ellington until he's minimum seven. <laughs> seven is the minimum age I would take him. It. I understand that it's for kids, but is it kid friendly? Well, I was trying to get you to say when you got back, you're like all the parents looked miserable. I mean, not all of them. A lot of the parents <laughs> looked miserable. A lot of the parents or the kids were like having meltdowns because first of all i think disneyland is totally disneyland i've been to a couple times um and disneyland like all of disneyland fits in the parking lot of magic kingdom (laughs) and you could still park 500 cars now that you've been to both which do you like better disneyland yeah yes i love disneyland because it's so small i'm curious uh if you guys we're gonna talk about it Oh, I said we're going to talk about it. Uh, but, I was going to say, yeah, if uh, people have been to both, I'm curious to see what you guys prefer. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I liked Disneyland a lot, I really because it just seemed doable. Disney World, there's so much to do. There, I think there, I'm probably wrong on this, and everyone who's like in love with Disney is going to like yell at me, but there's, I think there's like five parks. Well, one thing I didn't like is like, Let me you, look. Have to, you said you had to pay for each park. I feel like Disneyland. You, mm, you pay for California Adventure too. Those are separate. But isn't it, is it cheaper? Wasn't it like, uh, I can't remember. Dude, we didn't pay. <laughs> Bianca paid for us. Did she have California Adventure? Uh, Bianca's my sister. She was in the Disney College program. She's going to be on the podcast um, here soon. But uh, yes, we got into both Disneyland and um, California Adventure. Uh, if it wasn't blocked out, we could get into both. So when you're part of the Disney College program, which she can talk more about when we have her on, um, you get like, well, she can talk about her experience. Um, you get like so many free passes per time that you go or per like, I think she could take like three people 10 times or something like that. Um, so we got to go a couple times because we were living in San Diego, which is really close. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, sorry, I asked you which, which do you prefer? Yes, so I prefer, oh my gosh, I don't know. Oh, you're trying to look up how many I was trying to look up how many there, there are. Um, we went to Magic Kingdom and we went to Epcot. Um, there are four. Four Disney, okay, so you're close. Disney, um, world features. And I think it's, uh, it's, oh, here it is. Disney Animal Kingdom. Disney Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Magic Kingdom. I think so I, Magic Kingdom, that's like Disney World when you think of Disney World. Well, so the one with the castle. Okay. And yeah. like the princesses and all that okay, stuff. Um, and then Epcot is... I really don't understand what Epcot is. I don't understand why there's a golf ball. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't really know much about but it. But Epcot, I think, was my favorite. Because Epcot is I feel like we are like bouncing all over the place <laughs> with this conversation. This this feels like summer is hitting. Um okay. So Epcot you there's like different um sections of it and it's like a world showcase. They call it the world showcase and it's eleven different countries and they like make things, um, art and buildings and structures and there's people and it's it's all like from these eleven different countries. So it's like Mexico um, China, Japan, Morocco. another culture that that thing is. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you know, there's there was... And they, they try to tie in themes to it. So Mexico okay. had like Coco, which uh, okay. you... I don't know if you've seen, but yeah. whatever. Um, and I, I mean, it's just so exciting. It was really cool. I think like there was... I don't remember the countries. And I don't want to say them and then be like an idiot. So, <laughs> but like... Yeah. They had England or the United Kingdom. Jeez, I'm I'm already butchering this. Germany. They had Hofbro House what? stuff. Like so. Anyways, each of the the places in Mexico, in Mexico, in Walt Disney World has like a drink or a couple of drinks that you can get al- alcoholic, um, which is really hard to get in Magic Kingdom. And then they have food from that country. So um, it's really fun. I tried. I got like orange chicken. I think I think I got orange chicken, which is I'm pretty sure that. is American. Yeah, but I, I'm sorry that you don't eat Chinese food, and I have to get it when I'm not around you. Um, but basically, I think China's like the second or third one, and I had had the margarita. It was a billion degrees, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna pass out! Like I'm going to pass out. I need a water." Guess how much water is at Disney in a bottle? Six bucks. 
wow, no, it was $3.50. Oh. <laughs> I bought several bottles of water. Um, you could probably bring in your own water, but then you have to carry around this bottle of water. Um, anyway, so then I, yes, travel <laughs> fail. So then I had to, to eat food very quickly. So I ate at China and then was like pretty good for the, the rest of the day. But okay, how much did I spend? Did I tell you how much I spent? But <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. Wait, what are you including? Tickets. I'm gonna say. Uh, you have to include tickets because like okay. So so include the tickets. Yes, because so. I didn't take okay, that out. So I'm gonna say. From airport, from the parking lot of the airport to when I left the airport. I'm gonna say a higher number than I think it is, but I'm gonna say four fifty. Okay, I thought I did a really good job. No, I spent $721.88 on my Disney World trip. But okay, so my flight was free because I had points. Um, and then... Yeah, you got the $700. Huh? Go ahead. <laughs> okay, the park tickets themselves... 100 each, right? 292 with taxes Holy and smokes. fees. So 150 each. Yeah, with taxes and fees. This, place is. this is not the happiest place in the world. Or Disney World is the most magical place on earth, Bullshit. I think. <laughs> it is it surprisingly though, my most my expenses were not the park. The park was cheap. Once you pay for your ticket into Disney World so or land, you don't have to spend thing. anything. Okay. Because like the rides are free unless you pay for a fast pass, which I don't know. I would recommend. Um, we didn't do that. Um, we didn't do it, but I would recommend it because some of those lines can get like one of them was like over a hundred minutes. Uh, so it's hour and a half plus. Wow. Yeah, which is a long time. And only one of the rides in Epcot had single rider lines and let me tell you listen people are gonna like tell me like you're giving away our secrets i don't care i don't gatekeep information so <laughs> uh the ride is called like fast track or something it's in epcot and it's like a, a super fast like a race car ride okay. the line was like 60 minutes and you could see it was out the building it was long and there was a single rider line and no one was in the line when i tell you no one i mean when we arrived it was me and the two girls when we arrived to the front there was no one in front of us. So you guys just go all as singles. So you just go as a single. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we don't get to ride in the same car, but who, who cares? cares? Yeah. Like, I'm Better I'm 30 years old. Minutes. Exactly. So we were in and out in 10 minutes. Dang. So highly travel recommend hack. that. Yes. That's your travel <laughs> hack is to um, do single rider lines. And obviously everyone can't do single rider lines because, like, if you're with, like, a seven-year-old, seven-year-old yeah. has and to ride with you. But it's, I mean, you, instead of wasting time in a line, do the single rider line. But none of the places, I don't think any of the rides in Disney World and Magic Kingdom had single rider as an option. Hmm. So, it's weird that the one did and Only the one at Epcot. Even Soren. Soren didn't have a single rider line either. Huh. So, which, it, again, it's, it's very fast. It's very convenient. It's like, you feel like royalty. It's almost like you have a fast pass, but you don't. <laughs> um, that one ride. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, how is magic? I don't know how much fast passes are. And I can't find it fast enough. Um, okay, so parking is $25 for like regular plebeian parking. And then preferred parking, which puts you like right up front, um, is $50. Huh? No, so when we did, we paid for preferred at Epcot. Um, which was very worth it because it's fifty bucks. Um, and and you guys split it, did you split it between the three of you, or uh, not? Kind it? of like one person bought rounds, and yeah, then. Okay. But basically, there you have to take a bus if you are in regular parking or like a tram. Oh, okay. And that or a monorail, depending on where you parked. So preferred, just like you just get out and you're at the park. Okay. But in Magic Kingdom, you. For preferred, for not preferred parking, for regular parking, you park, you get on this tram, you have to wait for the tram to load up, then then you take the tram to the front, then you get on a mon, you walk, then you get on a monorail, and the monorail shoots you to the park. You can also How take long a boat. Does this whole process take? From to get from the parking from lot. When you park to. I mean, I would say, twenty 
minutes at oh, minimum. Crap. At least you twenty minutes. As twenty plus minutes before you even get can like place. walk. Yes. It, so it because it's so freaking huge. Because think you're walking Disneyland. Like you're going the distance of Disneyland because the parking lot is as big as Disney. Magic Kingdom. I mean, Disneyland can fit in Magic Kingdom's parking lot. It's a fun fact. It's very true, by the way. You can look it up. And you can still park 500 cars. So. Okay, so I did, because we were so far away, and my flight was at 6 a.m., I had to take a lift to the airport, which was about 53 bucks. Man, these have gotten expensive. Lifts are crazy expensive. Somebody told me the other day that they had to pay like 75 to get from there. I mean, I was 30 minutes away. Um, and I pay 53 because I tipped pretty high because so gas yeah. prices are so high. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, no, it was 4 a.m. Because oh. I had to get to the airport early. So I was worried I wasn't going to get a flight or a, um, a lift. My friend was like, if you need me, like, wake me up. And I was like, <laughs> I wanted to say no, but like, I had to get home. So um, thankfully, I like pre-ordered it and then I ended up just waking up early and just ordering it which then canceled out the one that I ordered um we paid um I paid 60 dollars for parking because you were working and had to get our kids so like you couldn't take me to the airport oh, and that? Oh, you did the fancy I parking. did the fancy parking, the parking I did preferred parking at the airport so basically I just got off the plane and just like got on my, in my car I didn't have to get it in a shuttle and the reason the oh, reason really? that close Yes. The reason I did it is because I didn't have cash to tip the shuttle drivers. Mm. You probably should tip them, but I know, but I felt that. So I was like, nope, I'll just pay for... It was, it's like $7 a day cheaper to park. Nope, that's in one lot. It's like, it's a lot cheaper. It's like $15 a day cheaper to park. Yeah, because I think it's like... It's like five bucks or something. It's like five or seven dollars for the... But I hate... How much was this one then? $20? $20 a day. Who am I? I? I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> to be fair, I did save for this trip. You did. I you saved did money specifically for this trip. I did put it all on the credit card, though, because I want those points. Yeah. Um, we went to Publix and got grocery shopping, so we did some groceries. So that cost, like, 43 bucks. I paid for dinner a couple times, so that cost money. So outside the park was expensive. Inside, I mean, I paid, I think, $15 for chicken nuggets and fries and a Coke. <laughs> Um, wasn't the best chicken nuggets and fries and a Coke, but it was. Could you bring your own food in? Yes. Is the food at oh, Disney, yeah. yeah. Is the food at Disney, like, worth, um, like, you paying for it? Depends on what you want. Do you want convenience? Do you want to pack food? Do you want to carry around a sandwich all day? Um, if we ever go to Disney with a kid, I would stay on site, though. It's more expensive, but you're closer and it's just it's just part of the experience, I feel like. And it's probably a lot easier to be like, go out for two hours, come back, come back. rest, and go back. I think you still have to take the monorail, but yes. Yeah, I think but yeah, well, yeah, I guess at least you don't have to worry about like, driving to the Actually, park, I park think park you then. might have to drive. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to make anything up. Um, maybe not. Maybe some of them are closer than the others. Like, well, the, yeah, Animal Kingdom. Can't you like stay where the animals are? Animal Kingdom, I think you windows? stay like right there so. so i think it depends on the park maybe. we should talk to my sister who worked Boy, there oh yeah um and i before anyone's like you said your sister worked at disneyland she worked at both so don't <laughs> yell at me um yeah but i mean i only spent in the parks on magic kingdom like in the parks i spent 37 dollars at magic kingdom that's, that's not bad 37 bucks so yeah so disney other than the ticket wasn't I have been taking it's not that expensive. Um, like if you want, but I also didn't buy any souvenirs. Yeah. I was like, eh. I just, I don't know. After decluttering, I just couldn't see. I'm like, I don't really see the well, purpose of these I things. I might even throw away my pen. You get a, like a first visit pen. Oh, really? I might throw that away. Yeah. Cause I don't. Yeah. The I, memories the aren't in my photos and stuff. Disneyland, I got rid of during our purge. Oh, I saw it. I almost bought it for you. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, so that's my, those are the Disney stats I wanted to give people. Um, the fails, are there any fails of that trip? I don't think so. And I don't know. To me, these things are worth it because it was for my friend's birthday. And I was really excited to do it. And I'd never been to Disney World. So I don't think I had any fails. I don't think I would change anything. Um, I might have parked preferred the say. first 
day too. That might be that what I would have done. I would have paid more to park at Magic Kingdom. You still would have parked in the fancy lot at the airport too. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to? So first of all, here are I have I am a pretty heavy packer, uh, medium packer. I fit everything in a backpack. I fit everything in a backpack. You I wore everything except a sports bra and a bathing suit. I, I kind of was like, maybe I could use like a look because it was Florida. So it's hot and like gross. And I showered like twice. So I was like, mm, maybe I could use like one more pair of underwear. But I was fine, I guess. <laughs> we'll have to ask your friends. <laughs> <laughs> or like another pair of socks, you know, like, yeah. but I, I packed one dress for like, if we decided to go out to dinner, which we did. So I'm glad I packed the dress. Um, I can't wait fit that in a book bag i fit everything the gray book bag i almost took the ipad and i was like no i don't need it i almost took my work laptop thank god i didn't take that because there was no wi-fi at the airbnb none and i would have been so mad if i lugged that thing around my this was the other thing mint mobile sucked in florida so it no i couldn't even like load up netflix on my phone and I need... Ooh, how do you sleep? Uh, I sleep with the TV on, guys, and it, it was hard. <laughs> I know, I know. You're not getting good REM sleep. I don't care. She does. She clunks I, out. I am... And I turn her phone off. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and I go to sleep. If I had the TV on, I can go to sleep in, like, three minutes flat. <laughs> this is all true, by the way. So, if I don't have it, I'm, like, screwed. Our guest dog. So she, so she, the, I couldn't, it took me like an hour to fall asleep. <laughs> so I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? Sit here and think about stuff? Like, Next time we uh, go to Florida, we'll have to download some movies. I know. I, and I always forget to download things. And I had like a true crime um, show, Dear John. I had that um, downloaded and I was like, well, I could watch this. But I was like, I know I won't sleep well if I watch something like this <laughs> before bed. So, <sighs> Okay. We sh- we should probably talk about the finance fails. Yeah. Um, I, this is kind of they asked for a longer episode, so I think we're gonna we're gonna meet that. Um, stop staring at that. We're gonna meet that request. Okay, we have some. I wrote these down. We have some travel toxic traits that I think we need to discuss. All right, hit me. What What do you think? If you can name one of our traveling toxic traits. Oh, I can tell you right off the bat. We always eat at the airport. <laughs> That's, That's like the first number thing we do one. When we get there. <laughs> so which we do it for a reason. What's the reason? Because we are people that get to the airport two hours early, and you know a lot of the times we don't have short flights. Like when's the last time we had less than a two or three hour flight? This I weekend. Tell you. <laughs> yeah, before that but it was we really from like yes. Cali to Ohio. So we always did not want to get hungry. Um. So we almost always have a layover. Um, But basically, the airport is the beginning of our vacation. Like, as soon as we cross through TSA, (laughs) we're like, boom, vacation. I call it, my sister and I call it flights before flights. (laughs) And we hike it. Because Columbus Airport has that winery. So I do a flight of wine. And then usually I'm like, okay, I'll take one glass of whatever I like the most. That was $36 this time. (laughs) So we always eat we and always, we always we drink. We sort of always budget for that because we because we, we know. It. So we're gonna easily fifty bucks easily. <laughs> and if we're hungry at the first airport, or we or we know we have a really short layover, we usually eat because we're traveling all day. If we're going from Ohio to California, like it's a whole day affair yeah, technically. Change. It's like eight well, it's eight hours. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, but the Southwest snack mix doesn't cut it for me so <laughs> that is our number one i it, it, that's our number one trait but i did write everything you said down so um okay number two what is our number two toxic travel trait number two mm-hmm. so along the same lines it is yes uh we usually probably eat out every meal we drink on the plane you know, Nine times out of ten. Drinking. Nope. The last. Oh, you haven't flown in a while. Uh-huh. The last couple times I've flown, they're serving a full menu. <laughs> um. So. Which hold on. We are not alcoholic people. 
on our what? show, Finance Fails and Cocktails, <laughs> where we last we week we have, drank on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> we have like a drink or two on the plane. You know, Frontier had that great package where you bought the like four for twenty two dollars. Yeah, something. you're you're really selling the case that we don't drink <laughs> we too much. We split the four, so two and two. But I feel like again. As soon as we get to the airport is the beginning of our vacation. So we're like, we're on Southwest <laughs> and we're like, yes, we'll take a mimosa. We'll take, that's usually what I'll usually get like a mimosa or something or something that I can k- keep pouring so that I get like two I drinks like out of it. Cokes on it. You used to like, whose Bloody Marys did you like? Frontier's Bloody Mary? Yeah. <laughs> Just like Clamata. Yeah, is that called Clamata? No. Huh? How, what's the term? Tomato juice that's like off brand. It's not Clamata. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like disease. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, anyways, our third toxic trait we almost always need stuff before our trip. Oh, we don't have travel soap. Oh, we don't have deodorant. Oh, we don't have. Maybe you. I feel like I, I bring my full deodorant stick, I bring my electric toothbrush, and I have a lot of the travel. I always buy stuff. I used to be way worse. I used to buy like full new outfits, full new swimsuits before every trip. Um, And now I don't. this one's for you. I don't feel like I buy much. It's called Clamato. So. That could be like the most expensive one too. I don't know. Whatever the cheap Bloody Mary mix is what they use. Anyways. Yeah. I used to buy a lot of stuff before. And I think we've gotten, or I guess I've gotten better, but I did buy the trip before. I bought... Like, cause remember the last time I, we flew to San Diego, uh, Mexico the San Diego, one before Mexico. that, when we both went and oh, my okay. stomach got really irritated and I was sick for like the day. So I had to buy Pepto-Bismol. Go back in November? Yes. Okay. So I started, I bought Pepto-Bismol tablets. So now I have those if I ever needed them. Um, again, well, I was going to Mexico too. So I was like, let me make sure I have everything so I don't have to, whatever. Anyways. Okay. Best airline. Best airline? For us, yeah. Like, what is our favorite airline? Southwest. 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 Um, people either really love Southwest or they really, really do not. You know, I think they've gotten worse over the pandemic. Probably. Think about how many times that one flight changed for you, and we've heard people like their flight completely canceled. My and- flight got canceled. That was because of weather. I just still do not understand how it is twenty twenty two, and planes can't fly during a storm. Like, Jeez. I'm sorry. This makes no sense to me. Are we still the Wright brothers? Like, come I mean, on. If you think about it, they fly through pretty good storms already. False. pouring down rain. But snow bad. or mostly snow. But like. It's science. No, I'm sorry. Science hasn't gotten better. How is our planes? Our planes the same? People are probably yelling, they're not the same. I literally feel like we're like on a bicycle plane sometimes when we fly. People blow you up in the comments. There's no technology has changed like crazy. I why your flight's still getting canceled because of weather. Sometimes the tarmac is too snowy. You want this plane slipping off? I'm sorry, these planes are multi billion dollar corporations. They can't run hot water pipes under the tarmac? Boom. Solution minded. Please, dear Southwest, listen to me. This is a great idea. And they could all split it. I want you to go fly a plane. I didn't say a tornado. I didn't say or You know what, boy? (laughs) Anyways, we love Southwest because you get two free check bags with each passenger, which we used to use a lot. And now we we kind of carry on more. Um, This is sort of a travel fail, though, with Southwest. We rarely ever have a direct flight. You did to Florida. Which I from did Ohio, to Florida. That's pretty common, I think. But anywhere else you go, at least from Ohio. Well, not like, anywhere. There's a connection. We have a connection for the places that we're trying to go to. But, yeah. like, if we wanted to fly to Chicago, we could fly direct to Chicago. Well, yeah, that's like an hour flight. Nashville, but, Denver. But anywhere, like, West Coast. It gets harder to get there. Get it, gets, it gets harder. But Southwest is pretty cheap. Their staff is very friendly. I have gotten credits back for them. These we're bad at talking about fails today. Um, I like their boarding process. Yeah, me too. Um, people either with kids love it or they hate it. So basically, because kids get to go like after the first row of A list, I think. Under a certain age. Under seven. 
Under seven? Under seven. Kids under seven get to go, get to board early. Um, But someone was like, oh, my kid, like, we're boarding this group. And my kid's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And, like, it's, like, a three-year-old or something. And you can't be like, just hold it to a three-year-old. So they're wearing underwear. Do you understand how peeing on underwear works? Dude, you're terrible. No. um, You're not going to sit together as a family. You you will. You're just not going to have the best seat. Because you'll just bump to the front of the next boarding group. But, like, if your kid has to pee, you got to pee. Like, that just sucks. Like, (sighs) That's not too big of a sacrifice, then. I mean, kind of. I got to sit in the first couple rows this last trip. Within the first seven rows, I was there. And let me tell you. Front row. We usually sit in the back. Well, because we're usually late to check in. <laughs> B fifty. No. What? No, we're we're usually on time. Or we there's two the of us. If it's just me, if it's just me, I don't care where yeah, I sit. Yeah, that's the problem because usually we are like B, and yeah, we get two seats together that we want. Okay. Now I'm going to talk about some. Now I for real, I'm going to talk about finance fails. Mm-hmm. We are 44 minutes in, 45 minutes in, and I have not talked about it yet. Okay, so my the first finance fail I can think of that was just like really, really bad is um, we. I booked. I used to fly Frontier to get to Cleveland. Went back when my grandpa was sick, um, and it was like a nonstop flight. It was very cheap. The cheapest option was 136 dollars. Okay, David was so upset about the hard seat. The ticket, the first ticket I took was $136 round trip. Yeah, and that flight on another airline was probably about 450 at least. And it was last minute. It would have been at least oh, five or $600. Yeah. Um, then then I had to book um, another flight for his funeral. And it was 216 bucks, which was like perfect. Yeah. So I booked it. I booked the wrong dates. So I had to, and Frontier does not care. They're like, you ain't getting this money back. Sorry. Like, you know, no, you're not getting the money back. Oh, I do remember that. And so I had to pay again for the seats. And then I had to pay for you because you decided that you were going to come. So it it went, I lost 216 bucks basically to to fly, which sucked. So luckily it was that cheap. Luckily, it was that cheap, but it was only that cheap because it was Frontier. Yeah. Um, which was a fine airline. Yeah, I actually did. I liked Frontier. Frontier. Um, I have flown Spirit once. I've never done Spirit. Spirit is not meant for big people. The seats are tiny. The tray table is basically non-existent, which is okay because you're probably not going to order the ramen noodles. Which <laughs> they is, have ramen noodles? They have ramen noodles. Um... Okay, hold on. Let me... Okay, sorry guys, that was a pause because Athena um, was deciding to play with her ginormous ball. So <laughs> there's... I normally try to cut it and edit it, but it's kind of hard. So we're just going to start again. Anyway, so I've flown Spirit once. Um, they say, like, if you want to fly the plane, you should fly Spirit. Like, <laughs> Spirit is very, very cheap. And if you go in with the mindset that Spirit is very, very cheap, you're usually fine. If you go in acknowledging they're going to nickel and dime you for everything. Yeah, what is it? You can't even, you don't get a carry-on. You, you do not get a carry-on. You get, like you get a personal bag. item. And the backpack has to be Kind of small, like one of the smaller backpacks. But if you can get a small backpack and it fits into their little confines, then you're good. Then the cheap flight is worth it. So I flew once from San Diego to Fort Lauderdale, round trip, $214. Damn. Right. That's at least half price. It's at least half price. So the problem is a carry-on, if you're, this, these are today's prices. If you're booking a flight and you have a carry-on and you pay for the bag when you're booking, it's $43 Okay. for a carry-on. Oh, for, okay, all right. If you get there, if you get to the airport and you're like, ugh, I have to pay for this bag, it's $76. Hmm. So okay, so uh, that's cheaper than I thought. I thought $76 I thought for like, a carry-on? I know, but I thought you were going to say like 100 or 120 Bro, $76 for a carry-on? Do you know what a carry-on is? <laughs> it's free on every other airline. Carry on is free. Yeah, they're also double the price. 
a checked bag is $30 if you book it at the time. Oh, you might as well do that then. Yes, but people don't like yeah, to. They don't want to spend that 30 bucks. And people are really worried about them losing their bags. Yeah. And it's 76 at the gate for the checked bag as well. Which, how much is it on other flights for checked bags? $25. Oh, that's it. Okay, so it's like triple. Yes, it's insane. Um, well, I mean, if you do the check first when you're booking it, that's actually not bad then. 30 bucks. I will be so terrified to check a bag on Spirit. No offense, Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, do they care about you at all? <laughs> because my one experience, we're flying, they give you the little speech, like, my oxygen mask will fall down and then you need to put it on your face. and I'll, Like, you know. Um, this... We're flying, and the plane starts to land. And it's like, I'm like, man, this is a little rough landing. And boom, the person in front of me, their oxygen mask falls. (laughs) I I was like, oh my God. Well, they tried, and the the flight attendant was like, don't touch that. Don't put that on. Like, bro, you just told me. <laughs> so at the end of the flight, she just goes and she shoves it back up there. <laughs> this was the same plane I had to take to the next stop. It happened again. <laughs> and the people in the seat are like, the fuck? <laughs> like, it was terrifying. Um, luckily, it wasn't mine. I no, it, I made it safely, but barely. Like, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> With on spirit, you have to stick your arm out the window and like wave so the plane stays up. (laughs) I'm glad you find me funny. Um, yay, we'll just drop. Okay, anyways, um, I think our biggest finance like fail lesson is do not travel broke. Yes, oh, you're pointing at me. Uh, no, I was gonna say. We've done a trip where we've saved for it and have um, not had to care about what we spent there. Right. And we've also done trips where we failed and put it either on debt or yes. um, did not have very much money to spend. And they are so much more enjoyable when you actually plan and save for them and go in with, like, I have this amount of money I can spend that right. I saved for this and, trip. And it is, like, this Disney trip was nice to, like, just, okay, whatever, I can swipe because I know that I have, like, yeah. the money to pay for the trip. Um, there have been a couple of times when, like, traveling broke has really been detrimental, almost, to oh, us. Yeah. Um, the first trip that we took, we I was very fresh out of college. Um, it was a family cruise. Ah. And, um... I didn't have much money. It was my first job. I think I was like, I'm taking this time off. Even if you don't pay me for it, I don't care. Um, (laughs) I know I wasn't making much. 13 bucks an hour. Didn't have a savings. I barely used my credit card. I don't think I ever used my credit card, actually. Um, And basically, we go. We're having a good time. And then I have to pee. And we're going. We're having a good time. And I have to pee again. And again. And again. And again. And again. And I had a UTI, Mm, which was quite literally the worst way to be like on your second or third day of vacation to have a uti and i forget did you go to the medical i did Uh. and the but i couldn't i wasn't i didn't get checked out because it was like a hundred to four hundred dollars to like be seen by the one doctor on board and that doesn't include the medicine that they need to give you and so i was like i don't have a hundred dollars i don't have four hundred dollars so like i mean because we didn't even do the drink package at this point i don't i think the first cruise we did not do the drink package we like we're trying to like time it out or something so i was like i don't have money to do this like if i i just don't have the money um so we one of our first stops was in like was it cozumel it wasn't it wasn't cozumel but it was some whatever somewhere in mexico and I was like, oh my God, there's a pharmacy. And I like go to the pharmacy and I was like, hi. And I see the pills that I need. because, And they're behind the counter because it was like the prescription version of the pill. It wasn't the Azo tablets. It was the prescription version of the pill. And I was like, this is going to cure. Like I know what a UTI is. I can diagnose a UTI in my sleep. I know what the pills look like. They're those right there. And so I go to the lady and I was like, 
which ones are those? And she tells me, she's like, oh, that's for a UTI. And she pulls out like this bag. And I'm looking a at a Ziploc bag. bag. And I'm looking at the bag and I'm like, that's it. That's what I need. But I was like a little bit nervous to one, take pills that are in a Ziploc bag. Um, two, try to bring those pills back on board. Because uh, no, yeah, really. we go yeah, through an x-ray machine. Like, yeah. And three, what if the pills were like, sure, I look at them and I'm like, yeah, that looks like the pill that I need to take. What if it wasn't? Yeah, yeah. And I have no idea what I took and I have a terrible reaction to it. And I was like, never mind. And I, she puts them back and then I go on the cruise and I'm trying to drink cranberry juice, but they only have cranberry juice cocktail, which does not help you if you have a UTI. Maybe this was TMI of a conversation, but (laughs) (laughs) if I had money, I could have been like, cool, let me pay the doctor. I don't care what it costs. And then I could have enjoyed the rest of the cruise instead of being like... Incidentals. I think that's one thing we've learned with trips. Yes. You, you don't use it very often, but it's nice to know going into it, saying something might happen, you know, just have a small amount for those incidentals. Yes. Um, another time that we... I, I suffered, by the way, until I got back to the United States. I'm surprised my kidney didn't fall out. Um... Another time was my when my dad passed away, we got stranded essentially in Arizona. And it was like eight or nine o'clock at night and the whole plane got canceled. So everyone is trying to like book um hotel rooms. We were going back to San Diego. We were going back to San Diego. We were like so close. We were so we considered driving back. Yeah. But I was like, let me call American Airlines and see what they they can do. First of all, they did not. Customer service was terrible. They did not care. They did not. One, we did not get a single hotel credit for that. Nope. Two, they were like, we got you in a room. It's two hundred and ninety three dollars and forty six cents. Can I charge your card? I was like, yes, charge the card. So you charge the card, two hundred ninety three dollars. Boom. And oh. then I call the hotel. I'm like, hey. La, 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 la. we're on the way they're like no we don't have you reservation i was like no american airlines like just booked, yeah, it. just booked it like please do this and they were like no you do not have a room here we're completely booked i don't care i'm like so one my dad just died two i'm stranded in arizona three i'm supposed to work tomorrow now i can't and i'm like very upset on the phone like dude this is terrible customer service like I don't have $300 anymore because American Airlines just charged me and they can't just like refund you right away for it. And I'm like, where are we going to stay? Blah, 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 blah. And so then I got, we call another hotel, the creepiest, shadiest hotel we could get for $117. And that's where we stayed. And I was terrified to sleep. You know, remember my boss, he lived in Arizona and he did offer uh, to come get us and everything. Yes. I was like, ah, it's going to be so awkward. So honestly, we probably should have taken advantage of that because one, we did not really, did we, did we debt this or did we? Yep. Yep. So yeah, we totally should have taken advantage of that. He literally lived like 20 minutes from the airport. I know. Because I had to call him and be like, I'm not going to be at work uh, tomorrow. He's like, where are you at? I'm like, Phoenix. He's like. You want me to come get you? I'm 20 minutes away. I'm like, no, we're figuring it out. <laughs> we have a really big pride thing, I think, especially when it comes to money. So we don't really take help that frequently. This time we should have. <sighs> Here's the last time I got where we traveled broke and shouldn't have. Um, we should have. We should have asked for help, and we did not. Um, when we came home the first Christmas. Oh, yep. And we couldn't afford flights. It well, wasn't technically Christmas. It wasn't technically Christmas. It was like... Just, we came two weeks before. I yeah. Because right? we could not afford the tickets. We couldn't afford the tickets. For Christmas. We also couldn't afford the tickets from San Diego. So we drove to Vegas, to Vegas which was a six-hour drive. Um, and we did not have the money for a hotel. So we slept in our car. That was not the plan. Yeah, we you have gonna... where's your where's your like storytelling abilities, bro? <laughs> yeah. You just got to the I'm end. Chiming in, I'm chiming. Basically, we were like, okay, our flight is at like six a.m. or something. All we have to do is make it till four, out in Vegas, and then we'll get an Uber because we couldn't. We obviously had to park the car somewhere. It's like we'll get an Uber. Boom, we'll be fine. Like Vegas, everything's open in Vegas. It's gonna be great. I got sick, and. 
I did not want a single thing to do with Vegas. I wanted to sleep and I was done. And David's like, let's go look at this hard rock guitar. It's so cool. <laughs> I was ready to do Vegas and Misha's over there. Okay, the hard rock guitar <laughs> is not that cool. Um, so we go and I'm like, I'm dead. I am dead. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. So we go and we we basically sleep in the car. Because we were too stubborn to be like, hey, family, we're flying home. We don't have money for a hotel. Can one of you book us a hotel? And that's our Christmas present. Or, or like, I think they did buy our flights back, didn't they? That doesn't sound like something they would do. From Vegas? Uh, no. Okay. Um, so I was like, that, we should have asked for help. We should have asked for help. Literally, we probably should not have even come back to be honest. No, we shouldn't have. We probably put we Christmas on our credit said, card, actually. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was the year we went to Best Buy and bought a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that definitely was. So, so yeah, we've learned a lot with the traveling. This was a tough one. This is a tough episode. Yeah, it's always better to travel with, with travel with money, even just for the fact that there could be emergencies and stuff. Like, just yeah. travel with money. And one thing I'm sort of trying to prepare for uh, for Ireland is like I'd rather save more money than yeah. I'm gonna need because then I'll just I'll have it if I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same, same. Okay. Well, we're almost done, and I know David's looking at me like I'm crazy because he wants to be done talking. But I think we should do this. Um, what is it called? Other people's business. This other people's <laughs> business because it's travel related. Right. It's a quick one. You ready? Let's hear it. Okay, so it's from Reddit. Um, the the marriage uh, subreddit. So Ooh, I love right. I love the marriage ones. Should I be paying for my wife's girls' trips and all of her friends too? <laughs> first Very post. Funny. First post ever. My wife and I have been married for twenty years in March. Oh, Four kids, single family income. I earn well. Work for a large corporation. Clear five hundred k on the regular. Uh, We moved to a new city about five years ago, and my wife quickly established a new group of friends. I like her friends, they're good people, and we genuinely enjoy their company. Nothing really destructive, and her friends are generally good and supportive. Two years ago, my wife went on a week long... (laughs) I'm sorry, it gets kind of funny here. Two weeks ago, two years ago, my wife went on a week long trip with her girlfriends. They went to a South American country, all expenses paid. The entire vacation... (laughs) <laughs> the entire vacation was paid for by us, my wife and I. I didn't know it at the time that I was paying for it. I only found out about it after the fact. Nice house, excursions, private chef. My wife w- <laughs> my wife was working for someone flipping houses and earned about 4000 of the $7,500 price tag. Which, that's a pretty good price tag for all those people chefs, to go to so, South America. Yeah. My wife has been a stay-at-home mom since our oldest was born in 2006. Her girlfriends all have varying backgrounds, and their husbands do everything from managing restaurants to constructions. Differing levels of income. The girlfriends have never been able to afford the trip if they were... The girlfriends would have never been able to afford the trip if they were required to cover the cost themselves. My wife wants to do another trip at the end of the year, and she wants to take an early dispersion from her inheritance to pay for it. I'm absolutely struggling with this and don't know what to do. I was not expecting the inheritance. I know. Lots of things have happened on this one. Yeah. So what do you... (sighs) You gotta ask me what... uh... So hold on, he's... What is he struggling to think about? Okay, so he says he's struggling with that. Then he says, I'm jealous because she wants to plan these amazing vacations with her girlfriends. And at the same time, I'm super pissed she wants to use our money to pay for all of them to go. Open to suggestions, but feeling like shit because I'm feeling abandoned and taken advantage of. Hmm. So, oof. I feel like this comes down to communication. Once again, like... If you're going to pay for your friend's trips, that's totally fine. Lots of people do that. But you need to communicate with another person if you're sharing finances with them. Which, yeah, when so she's a stay-at-home that, mom, then their finances are combined. Um, which yeah, is he fine. Her her income is his income. Because she's yeah. watching the kids and he basically... That's her agreement. It, living yeah. yeah. So, 
is it's not okay for her to book a trip, pay for everything, go all these excursions. And and he is going into the mindset of I'm my I'm paying for my wife. Um that's fine mm-hmm. and then ends up paying for all of her friends. Yeah, that is pretty bad. So, but again, $7500 doesn't seem like a lot of money to me <laughs> okay. if it's including flights and the house. Yeah. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, and honestly, this guy might have been on board for that up front if she just told him, like, hey, this is sort of the plan I was thinking about covering it for everybody, you know, he probably would have been fine, but now she's sort of like, it sounds like she's wanted to She wants to do another one. Another one. But then, the inheritance price throw me off, like, if this, so I'm, I'm assuming they had to have a conversation he wasn't on board for that, is that, I mean, that seems like why she'd go the inheritance route? Yeah, I think, I'm guessing he doesn't want to pay for it, and she, she wants to use her inheritance to be like, okay, cool. Um, Which is sort of weird, too, because, like, <laughs> take this off my inheritance, it's sort of a weird concept for me to be like, hey, I'm going to take, I know you're not dead yet, but let me just, uh... <laughs> You know, chop off 10000 from my inheritance for this trip. I don't think that's good. So someone was like, well, the inheritance money is her money. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, not if, not with their arrangement. Exactly. He says it seems like a little standard to say that. These are some good comments over here. So <laughs> it's just very interesting that I think she should have communicated with him. Yeah. If she doesn't want, if he doesn't want to pay for it she should she could find a way to because she she did the flipping of houses so she paid for a lot of it last time um maybe she could try to figure something out or be like hey can i like pay back um alone i don't know i don't i hate to say like a loan but like because it is her money but it doesn't seem fair that like one he doesn't get to go on these trips so like that that sucks probably more than willing to pay for her yeah so like yeah you could still go i mean it's up to your friends to figure right, out. like if how they is it? Want to go on this trip? Why can't they figure? Yes, it out, it's know? giving me Anna Delvey vibes of like, mm, let me have my friends just mooch off of me. Yeah, <laughs> I do yeah, not have I, time for this. I, I think I'm on board with him. Is like totally. Nah, not. this is a bit much, yeah. especially too because he didn't know about the last time. Yeah, he totally didn't know. But he and says he, that she sounds... she manages the money. And he has, no, like, no idea what going on. He's like, technically, she could do it without me even realizing it. So I think I both like people should pretty, be involved. Yeah. Um, communicate. Yeah. And if you're sharing one income, then you have to consider the other person um, in those things. Yeah. Cool. This that's, was a good, a good episode. One. Thanks. Like yeah, good at other people's business. I think we kind of have to do those every episode because people really like them. So. Yeah, they are interesting to talk about. No, they are. And there's our sponsor, Athena, clickety-clacking up our stairs. Um, okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening and bearing with us with the middle clunkiness that's going to appear. But, you know, we're humans, and, and no one fancy sponsors us yet. So, um, just loves being on the podcast. She does. Okay, well. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, at refillingmywallet. What are you staring at me for? It's your turn to talk. Can I have something else? Thanks. My <laughs> name's Misha. What? I already said thanks, didn't I? <laughs> I don't know. As always, remember to refill your drinks. Clearly we have. And your wallets. <laughs> Bye, guys.